Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and game time. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with the voice of Lake Forest High School basketball, football, lacrosse, chess team, skew, woo, woo, woo. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, exceptional process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Paul Hammond, candidate for Lake Forest Mayor, April 4th, 2023. He's a lifetime resident of Lake Forest, licensed professional engineer in Illinois, registered energy professional in Chicago, Purdue electrical engineering graduate, BSEE 1979, commodity trader for over 40 years. He's running on the issues of stopping the plastic grass in Lake Forest parks. So every 10 years, the plastic field needs to be replaced because of deterioration and wear. Email paul.hammond.pe at gmail.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A., Elizabeth C., Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Mike Adelman. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broadstop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Walker. How you doing, Scoop? Morning, Pete. Morning, gentlemen. Oh, today we have our political crack team of Joe Weiss and Rick Lesser joining us on this pre-election show. You shaved, Rick. Yes, I did. Yeah, I I decided uh, I lost 20 years. It was a good deal. (laughs) Oh, you you look good. Springtime. I'm out in Arizona. It's 78 degrees here. Uh, Very sunny. uh, Very nice day. Snowing cold here. Well, it's... uh, it's crickets here in Lake Forest, right? Everybody's out of town. How the hell are we doing an election on spring break? Yeah. No, well, how, does that, how the hell does that happen? Set the date, not us. I mean, the, the... It's a conspiracy. No, conspiracy is Ward 3. What the hell? I'm in Ward 3 and i got to go to Vernon Hills to vote? What the frig is that? Uh, you know, who's keeping an eye or on Nolwood. Or Nolwood. But... You know, I, I'm just going down Talk my to the points. Clerk of the clerk. I so did. My understanding, my understanding of what happened was uh, Christchurch, which I'm a member of, um, polite politely said to the county clerk, look, it's Easter. It's Holy Week. We've got other things going on in our church. And I respect that. Um, but I think the county clerk could have 
um, picked a, a venue closer to that. It's a new county. You mean clerk. like you mean like the rec center, the golf course, or Elowa? Yeah, where it used to be at Elowa. Hmm. Yeah. So who's so keeping I up? Think... All right. Look, I'm just a a podcast editing guy. Okay, I just happen to catch it. I'm like, uh, I reach out to Aaron and I say, "Hey, Ward Three, dude, what? Can't do anything about it. I know, but who's keeping? Who? You got to raise flags earlier. How do we pay attention to this? It. No one knew about it till you knew about it. That's the problem. No, no, no. And oh, we got the letter. I live. I live in Ward Three. Okay. We got the letter. Um, with the change of polling place, and I almost threw it away because I thought it was just the standard. Hey, reminder: election day is is you know on Tuesday. Um, I just city, as I'm like the caucus, it's the county, Lake County. Clark elections have consequences, and uh, you know I think this new county clerk has got a lot of uh, learning to do to do his and, job. Uh, what, what's this Lake guy's county name? Vega. Yeah, Vega. Yeah, he's the he just took over from Robin O'Connor. Vega. O'Connor Vega. gets elected as a Democrat. She she defeats um, Carla Wyckoff, uh, Lake Forester, who is doing a great job as the county clerk. Uh, for no reason at all, the voters threw her out other than partisanship uh, and put in Robin O'Connor. And O'Connor then switches parties from Democrat to Republican and then loses. And now this guy Vega's in. Uh, Vega. so it's, you know, it's Democrat du jour uh, as the county clerk. And so no wonder there's some confusion going on. Well, oh, Vincent, Vincent Vega. Uh, Vega, I'm throwing out the invite for you to explain yourself to come on the show. Please tell us your thought process on how wasn't he in a movie? I'm, the what? He's in a movie, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> Is it a movie? I, I don't know, but it's yeah, okay. So I, you guys are old. <laughs> yes, Vincent Vega. Quentin no, Tarantino. but I mean that's. All right, so long story short, okay, we know about it. The show's coming out. Let's see. This will come out Saturday, which is what? Is that the first or the last day? What's the date on Saturday, Scoobert? Probably the first. If uh, Friday's the 31st, I think that would mean Saturday is the first, and there's no joke about that. No. <laughs> no, the joke we'll be talking about later. Vincent Vega. So, Vincent Vega, thank you for the help, Anthony, my friend. Anthony Vega, for the record. Oh, so, see, that's why we got Joe here. Go Back check. Like somebody knows what's going obviously on. not a Quentin Tarantino fan. <laughs> Pulp Fiction? Do you even know who Quentin Tarantino is? I, I do. I do. And I saw the movie. Was it, re wait, Pulp, Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, that's what I said. Okay. Vincent Vega. Right. Okay. So I'm sure everybody's. It was, uh, uh, yeah, that was uh, John Travolta's character. Vincent Vega revitalized his career all right so in all seriousness the show's coming out go out and early vote unless you want to go to vernon hills anybody know where in vernon hills that's going to be two spots two spots one of them's uh white deer run and some other spot what's white deer run oh, well, yeah white deer runs quite a drive from lake forest I, I go there fairly often yeah that's what i believe is what it is that's what i, I mean saw. you can for for what it's worth you can go to the county clerk website and look up your polling place. You type in your address. You, and, can't, and you just can't go to one of them. You have to go to the specific one. Specific, where you yeah. Are. yeah. So if somebody, you know, if somebody's in a hurry or it's, you know, 630 in the evening. Yeah. It, could it, be disenfranchised. Yeah. Well, 
I don't. I went up. Republic I voted early at the uh, at the county uh, at the county building. Uh, I was over well, the Republicans wait till the last minute. So if you're c- conservative slash Republican, this isn't the time to to do that. No, just go to city hall and vote. It takes two seconds. Well, you can't. I did. As, My whole as, family as, has. Well, you can't anymore. You can't. You can't anymore, right? If this comes you, out. It's already closed. Yeah. yeah. Early voting doesn't early voting end on uh, Friday for the election. Well, April first, but. Yeah, Friday basically. The um, uh, that's how they ran into problems in the Arizona the last election. Uh, they allowed early voting right up until the the Monday before the election, uh, and they ended up with so many ballots that uh, were received that they couldn't count them all in time. Uh, and so Arizona was still trailing and it still had undecided vote uh, elections uh, for a week afterwards. It was a disaster. Now. Hold on. I'm not the most religious guy in the world, okay? And I'm trying to become more political savvy here, but Joe, how long has Easter been going on? This has been a this has been a challenge over I've worked in a lot of municipal elections over the years. The the Easter uh consolidated election dynamic has been one that has played out many times over the years. Sometimes like if Easter Sunday is before the election, you run into, you know, that whole weekend, Holy Weekend, and particularly the Sunday, people don't want to, you know, people like to go door to door before an election and campaign, but it's like, hey, it's Easter. You can't knock on doors on Easter Sunday. So, so I do it at a um, church. You know, the church, I don't want I don't want to blame the church on this. And again, maybe I'm a little biased because I'm a member. I am. I'm blame the church. They blame the, the problem, church. The, remember the other problem <laughs> you have here. Is years ago. Why should we? Why should we blame the church, Joe? Come on, stick up for your church. I know because you go there. They they made a decision that hey, we're we need the facilities. You don't just the election equipment doesn't just show up on Tuesday morning and get unpacked and put out there. They have to put it out there again. The question still stands, Joe. I'm sorry to talk all over you, but how long has Easter been going on? I understand, and that's why the church said, "Hey, a a, a long time." So the church said, "Hey." I'm sure they got a hold of Vincent Vega <laughs> prior, right? I'm just well, going well, to... well, hang on, hang on, Pete. Let me let me add to that. Take over, Scoop, please. Um, I think the church knew back in November, since they did have the capabilities to vote there in November, they did know they were going to do it come April. So. Hey. Why was this the but, last minute? No, because I, I think yes. this is where the county clerk I think this is where the county clerk screwed up. The county clerk knew church notified the county clerk way before that. The county clerk should have notified residents before that. And more importantly, the county clerk should have found better venues. Oh, uh, the church should have said the church should have said in November or December, we're not gonna do it this year. Not at the last minute. They had plenty of time to turn it down. They knew when Easter was and all that. So, well, I, yeah, I, we don't know did. when they turned it down. That's that's the only part of it. Hey, you know I, what? I can find don't that do out. this at a church. Why it's, do it at their, a church? Hey, it's their bill. It's the church's building. It's up to them. Right. They right. have the right to say no. The other, the other problem you have, guys, is that school. Unless they're coerced. You, they used to do elections at. Uh, they used to do uh, elections at schools. They used to use schools as polling mm-hmm. places, and that that now because of all the security issues that schools understandably have um they can't do it unless they cancel school and i don't think they wanted to cancel school for the day for this so um that's a state law that 
was passed a few years ago that you can't have an election in a school building unless the schools can't unless schools are canceled for the day. So, um, you know, it's it's a tough thing. I I agree. It's it, it was not handled as well as it should have. It should have been communicated better. Um, yeah, I agree. It was handled poorly, but I I blame the county. You don't clerk. tell people that. Uh, uh, three or four days before or a week before right. the county you, clerk knew you know, now county you got to drive waiting. to a different town to vote yeah they, they, they forced us into white deer run that's uh that's got to be a 20 minute and i know it's at least 20 minutes uh because i've been late for golf matches there and uh yeah i'm speeding along I, i'm guessing that's a golf course yes it's a golf course yeah okay the, uh, then i wouldn't vote there thank god i'm not in ward three <laughs> so getting back to Scoo's point if it's come November, it's up to the clerk, and it should also be up. Shouldn't the alderman be a little bit more? I know it's a precinct thing, but if this is your ward and these votes are going to like really count, wouldn't you kind of take some ownership? You would, you would think that, but again, I think this falls on Anthony Vega and his office that they chose not to reach out to anyone and just arbitrarily went with um these places um i mean gordon's, you know, a, lot, gordon's a lot closer for any yeah i would have done it at gordon center i would have done it uh at eloa if eloa could be used as a polling place i mean yeah, I don't know why there's a lot of options that could have been done in lake forest so i think uh you know again elections have consequences and when you elect people to these county clerk yeah. jobs that don't know have no experience running elections um, this is you get right, stuff like this. Purely a partisan. It's, it was a purely partisan vote. Uh, the last two, as I said, Carla Wyckoff was the Republican. She was doing a great job. Uh, everybody decided they hated Trump, so they voted, they voted out Carla Wyckoff, uh, who was very well, very well experienced, very good at it, uh, and put in Robin O'Connor. And Robin was doing you know good, perfectly good job. Uh, and then they threw her out because they didn't like her party either. So now we got um, uh, this new guy who has no experience at it. Uh, he was coming out of the sheriff's office, as I recall, uh, and has no particular training in terms of being county clerk. But uh, the voters hate Trump, so we get uh, you know a new county clerk every four years. I'm just saying to put these people, make them accountable by saying, "Hey, you know what? It's November, Easter's coming up. Put it at the rec center or whatever. At least get some paper trail from the alderman, whoever's keeping an eye on Ward Three that, hey, this is going to come up. So if this comes up at the next election cycle, we can point to this podcast like we pointed to the bylaws. <laughs> Fix it. All right. So we got the election coming out, gents. And I thought it would be a good idea to go through the candidates. And I don't know what's a better way to do it. Do, do an old school Ben Franklin, like go over the main uh, topics or the main issues or the main job functions of of the mayor and just go down the list who is better or give a score out of 10 i haven't come to a conclusion how to score it we we're going to come up with it right now because this is going to be controversial how do you think we should ben franklin or scale one to ten on the uh well, the job was, functions wasn't, wasn't the caucus which is the way the city nominates and puts people on boards and commissions decide on Randy as the most appropriate. They, most they did, but they, they, don't, well, they, the they don't give us scores. That's, huh? you know, that's also the question is, did the, did the caucus really do that or not? Uh, because yes, of the vote did. that was taken. Uh, they, they took a vote. 
the bylaws, the 3.05 of the uh, of the caucus bylaws uh, say that in order to approve something, it has to have a majority. Um, Randy didn't get they didn't give it a majority uh, in, in, in support. Uh, it was a it's a real problem. Uh, and I think that uh, we, we don't thank you. Thank you, Sheila Henrietta, for setting this up. Well, we've already questioned it. Let's get on yeah. to something new because people are going to tune us out. So yeah. let's just go over the job functions. Let's get an agreement on the job functions and maybe we'll get into how we want to score it. All right. This is what I have for the job functions. Number one, running a city council meeting. Number two, integrity. Do they do, they do what they say they're going to do? Three, agenda. Do they have influences other than what's best for Lake Forest? Uh, four, experience and leadership. Five, public safety. Six, development. Well, that's pretty. Is there good, any other pretty good list there, uh, Pete? Okay, all right. So, so if, if we're okay on those six issues, because people aren't going to remember more than seven, like a telephone number. So those are the. <laughs> So those are the six things that are going to happen with, with the function of mayor. Do you want to go down? The quickest way is Ben Franklin. It's like, all right, we got three people. <laughs> three people. First issue is. Do we, do we have to have three? Can we just do two? What, what, I mean, what there's really only ben two Franklin? candidates. I hate to well, say that. There's, there's, against there's, the guy, but. Hey, come on, Paul Hammond eggs. That's my guy. <laughs> but but Ben Franklin is, you know, the, the pluses and minuses, who who would be the choice, who's the best choice of the three to run a city council meeting? And why? The person that the caucus moved forward on the slate. I think that's Randy Tack. Yeah. Well, I think I think Randy probably would be the best at um, uh, at running a meeting. Uh he certainly has some had some experience in these things and he's um uh, uh very clear and direct, which I think is is necessary uh, in running a board meeting. Uh, I think the people who kind of talk around issues at the edges uh, and say nothing, uh, which is one of the other candidates, uh, is not going to do as good a job in running meetings with uh, these various, uh, the, the eight different aldermen uh, on there. So I, 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 Randy certainly would be better prepared for that. Uh, Paul Hammonegs, uh, I, I know you love him, uh, Pete, uh, yeah, but he's really not uh, got any experience to do this sort of thing. I mean, uh, I would never vote for somebody to be mayor of one of these towns who hadn't served on the city council or the village board uh, in before, because you just don't have the experience, you don't have the depth of knowledge, uh, and you don't know how to run the meetings. Joe? I would say, uh, Randy, I think if you look at the debate... Um, and you saw the way Randy answered questions versus the way Prue answered that wasn't questions. A, that wasn't a debate. That was candidate uh, form, whatever you want to call form, it. You know. um, I, I think, you know, Prue tended to follow rather than lead. Um, and, you know, for I don't want to bash Paul Hammond too much here. He's a, he's a, I'm sure he's a very nice man. But, I mean, he, he literally froze um, during that debate for a minute uh, before he could give his first answer. Um, like I said, nice man. Um, well-intentioned. He has every right to run. Um, my only concern with his candidacy is that he might, he could potentially play spoiler. Um, if you get, you know, if, uh, if we get into that 
close of an election. Uh, but back back to the question, I think Randy, and you got to remember something else with Randy. He is a managing partner or has been a managing partner for Illinois Bone and Joint Institute. That's a multi-million dollar operation. Yes. So I think uh, I think he can lead a meeting uh, much better than than Prue. Well, three times the revenue of Lake Forest, I, I believe, is what I've heard. So my my two cents is when Randy speaks, it's not word salad, meaning it's not a bunch of adverbs and uh, adjectives. And <laughs> there's a subject and a verb, and then that you know that that's that's it. That's kind of what I get from him. And he looks you in the eye and he speaks. And that's a big thing to me because Prue Beidler, I've face to face, I've run into her three awkward appearances. <laughs> I've seen her and she's turned away, walked away. Now it could be because, you know, I'm gargantuan and, you know, or it could be because, you know, I have some objective data that I question how she's running things. So, and she didn't come on the show. She's the only one that did not come on the show to state her point. So to me, I don't say cowardice, or maybe she's smart because she knows there's no upside because she would, you know, she has nothing to run on other than she's a Democrat and a, and a female. So we'll we'll leave it at that. Okay. So that's uh, Randy on running a city council meeting. Another thing is on running well, a city council. Yeah. Isn't is it my... Uh... I thought you were just like a omnibus type of vote thing is because the caucus voted him in. Well, no. I mean, yes, but Continue you got to under, understand that uh, prior to all the crap about, you know, the, the vote, whether it was done right or not. Right. That's the big issue that the supposedly the caucus didn't vote properly to nominate. I do think, though, before that, the caucus did a pretty good job of vetting all the 20-some candidates that came through and did all the proper interviewing and all that and selected Randy over Prue for multiple reasons. So, again, a manipulated vote was done to go against the caucus nomination because she didn't get nominated. So the Don't person argument. that if you support the Lake Forest process and how things are done, nothing was done wrong. The proper person was vetted and selected. And that's Randy, period. And if you're in Arizona, you Florida, you... All you want against yeah. of the person, you can do it on your own, like Paul and Prue are doing. But at the end of the day, that's who was selected by the community who votes for the people on the caucus, period. Done. I, I did agree with the Tribune's editorial conclusion, which was that regardless of whether the, the vote, uh, the problems with the vote, uh, now uh, smart voters need to focus on who will do the better job for the community, regardless of what happened last fall. Uh, and uh, it, this is a ballot, this is a choice. Uh, and I think smart voters will look at who will do a better job leading Lake Forest into the future. And I think that's clearly Randy Tack. No, we, we get that. Okay. Re the caucus picked them. I get it. So what we're trying to do is our own little mini caucus interview here, you know, 
because this is what happens when they come up with the vote. So they have, I don't know what their criteria was. I came up with, if I was back in the caucus uh, for one year remaining, this is the six criteria that I would score everybody on instead of a little strip of paper that you say yay or nay on when you hand it in. I would have an objective uh, data point to say, and these, these are the, this is the job function and this is what we're going to rate it on. And whoever rates the highest, you know, gets in. So on leading a council meeting, they have to get those things that they can't run till two in the morning. Can they guys? So I, hopefully uh, they, they can't, they can't, if you do it wrong. <laughs> so I, I, you know, having watched a few of those, uh, I think, if you can get the uh what, what's the word pontificating you know out of there and uh the grandstanding cut that stuff randy would be the one i think he would run a shorter quicker get to the point meeting i think prue would run oh we don't like 2 a.m how about an all-nighter right so we, we we don't need that in a volunteer position all right on to the next point integrity does what they say they will do. Scoo. Um. Well, if anyone's talked to Randy, you know he's answers every question correctly with thought, and um, pretty much he's done what he was asked to do as an alderman, and I'm sure he'll continue that as mayor. Um. I, Paul Hammond, I'm not going to even, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But Prue, I mean, yeah, she waffles on everything. I mean, it's, you know, if not one thing they're complaining about, then they flip the side and go after another. So I, I don't know. I, again, Randy was selected the proper way by a committee that runs our Lake Forest government. I mean, they chose him over a person that was not selected for the third time. And people don't even talk about that. It's the third time. There are issues each time she threw up red flags if she didn't get selected. And she did it again. The right person was selected, and that's who you should vote for. Or vote for whoever you want, really. But you support the process that has been running Lake Forest for 88 years. You can't go wrong with Randy. Or we can't go wrong with Randy, period. I'm certainly in agreement that um, integrity is important in this job. Uh, it's unfortunate uh, some of the commentary that I've seen, uh, particularly on Patch, uh, really attacking the integrity of, of not only Randy he attacked without any basis at all, uh, but also the integrity of the current mayor. Uh, and other aldermen uh, has been very unfortunate. You know, this has been a very divisive election. You know, there's you, politics ain't beanbagging, and people are entitled to have some sharp elbows, uh, even in a local election. Although you should bear in mind, these are all local people. We do run into them in real places, uh, and uh, you, you do want to be civil in what you're doing. Uh, certainly, some of Prue's uh, 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 spokespeople. Uh, Felony Moorhead in particular, I thought was way over the line uh, in terms of uh, attacks on integrity. Uh, Randy yeah. Tapp has been uh, a, a, a physician, a surgeon, uh, a business person, a public servant for all these many years. Uh, the guy, he, he, he certainly clearly has 
integrity. Joe? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the, um, the Moorhead uh, attack on, on Randy was uh, way out of line. I mean, the, the guy was late for a meeting because he was finishing up a surgical procedure, and, and they make that into an issue. I mean, come on. Better he didn't get, you know, the nod for right. all of them. I'm, I'm yes so and uh and any uh but yeah uh, but on the on the uh integrity question i think you know again you have to this is a, a thing i've talked about repeatedly but you have to look at crew is of a mindset of just trying to buy everything um she is that's why i call her pay to play prue i mean the million dollars in donations, the the money to Kim Fox and uh, Lori Lightfoot and Rahm Emanuel when her daughter-in-law was working for them. Um, She, and now she's spending, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars of her family's money um, in this election. Her and her husband, the the contributions have traded off between the two of them and a couple other family members as well. Um, But, you know, she's, Prue and and she, you know, some of her supporters point to some of the things in town where her name's on a plaque because she's given more money to something. Um, And, uh, you know, I I just have there's some serious ethical questions there of 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 somebody uh, not getting their way in a process three times and saying, you know what, this process be damned, even though I've been part of it for years and years. I'm just going to spend a hundred thousand dollars and I'm going to pull out my Rolodex of people I've given money to over the years, like Susan Garrett and, and have them come in and Lord knows what other favors she's calling in between now and election day of the, I mean, she's, she's, she's one of the top donors to the democratic party in this state. So, I mean, she, she can call in a lot of favors for this. And I just, meanwhile, Randy's a guy who didn't really want this job. Um, and, you know, hasn't the only money he's ever given to a candidate has been to the caucus and a very a relatively small amount of money. So, you know, I think I think that speaks volumes right there. Uh, the ethical, the pay to play culture that she is going to try to inject into this ha- has injected into this. And, you know, what what happens when she becomes mayor uh, with that is, is still up in the air. Well, we'll get into the agenda uh, part of that a little bit later. But uh, look, the Jamie uh, Moorhead thing. Hey, everybody, I was I was going to like leave this to the side, but anything that I was going to leave this to the side. But if you can say anything about this show, you can say we are dumb and dumber. We are Muppets. You can. But integrity (laughs) is always at number one. Okay, <laughs> the only people are that are buying our opinions are the ones that are spending twenty five dollars a month, and it's not that much of a buy. But Jamie Moorhead, just so you know, I quit the caucus because of Jamie Moorhead. Why? Because the caucus put Nancy Novid because she was a female ahead of him, and I protested that. And I told, "Hey, Jamie, why don't you stand up against the caucus?" Because I, I will stand right with you and you got a raw deal. No, no, no. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So all of a sudden, he must have went to a chiropractor and they found a backbone. And now he's doing all this other stuff. Okay. Maybe an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> That's right. So I'm just saying, these are the type of people. 
Look, the type of people we are, we look you in the eye. If you don't look us in the eye, then we got problems with you. That's the problem that I have with Prue. That's integrity. She said that if she didn't get the gig, she wouldn't run against the caucus. Not only is she running against the caucus, but she's pushing this thing up to 300 grand to the point where it's going to be a partisan election going forward and, and maybe even moving this thing towards Highland Park. So that being said, uh, Randy gets the nod for me on, on integrity. Number three, <laughs> agenda influences other than what's best for Lake Forest. Joe, I kind of get where you're coming from. Rick, you want to start? I'll be glad to actually go back to uh, Mr. Moorhead again, uh, who said that uh, uh, that Prue will uh, take us to where we need to go, not where we want to go, uh, and make Lake Forest into a shining city on a hill. Um, this smacks of uh, really bad policy and having a, a an agenda, having a very clear agenda other than running the municipal government of Lake Forest in a competent manner. Uh, yes, clearly, uh, Prue has an agenda. Her spokesman says she has an agenda. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, I think that she will uh, try to take the city in different directions uh, than what we have been in the past. Scoo? Ah, uh, agendas. I don't. I think Randy's only agenda is what's right for the city, and how he can make it better and improve, and which is a good agenda if it's called an agenda. Prue, um, again, she ran. This is her third time. She didn't get selected. She obviously she had an agenda because she did say that it's time for a woman. So that's agenda one. Um, and she goes against, you know, the, the whole premise on the caucus committee is checking your partisanship at the door, not having an agenda and having the, enough time to serve, whether it's the caucus committee, the boards, the aldermen, whatever it is. Those are the three. She has shown um, that she can't do any of those. And, and she had the the um, support of the caucus for years as an alder alderman and you know if it's not good for her then it's not good and you know she she said she supports the caucus but then again she was saying not in public that she doesn't support the caucus so she clearly has an agenda and you know, what's it going to be? What's it going to, if she gets elected, how are you going to implement that stuff? And the other thing is she can't get along with the city employees. That's going to be a big one. And, um, you know, I think there's agendas behind that too. That I'm going to take, don't understand. I'm going to take this next one and go back to Joe with it. Is it really Prue's agenda or is it Susan Garrett's agenda, Joe? Well, it's it's certainly been raised into question. I mean, they they seem to be um, glued at the hip. It's uh, 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 you know, I um, uh, she you know, and if you look at Susan Garrett's record of, I mean, she took one hundred fifty thousand dollars from Mike Madigan, voted twice to reelect him as speaker, voted for the largest income tax in Illinois history. Um, so you know, 
is that the agenda of Prue if she gets in? I, I um, you know, we've seen these things happen. I've talked about this on previous shows. We've seen these things happen in other communities where after a while they start doing really crazy dumb ideas like taxes on bags and taxes on on cans of pop and you know just this past week on on her facebook page there was someone uh who said hey you should you should look into a composting program i've lived in other communities that have done that and and proves campaign or whoever does her facebook clicked yes and composting on its own is is, is fine but you know skokie's doing that um and as a result of doing that they got rid of that second uh garbage pickup each week now it's just once a week garbage pickup and i think a lot of residents of Lake Forest would have a real, be very upset if we went to just a once a week garbage pickup and, and said, well, it's because you're going to compost more and stuff like that. I think there is some crazy ideas that she's embraced directly or indirectly that people need to think about. And, you know, I've brought them up in, in the public forums of, of, of social media and stuff like that. If, if I had been her and I wasn't going to do those things, I would have, I would have come right out and said, no, I'm against taxing bags. I'm against uh, getting rid of the second uh, garbage pickup. I'm against the Tony Preckwinkle, the uh, soda tax. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think there's some, there's some, some questions about judgment and then, you know, we'll save the public safety debate, but just the, the thought that you would think that um, two candidates for state's attorney that uh, are strongly disliked by uh, every law enforcement organization in the state um, that you would not just support, but give thousands of dollars to, um, partially because your daughter-in-law worked in the office. Um, you know, that's, that's, that, that all of these things lead to me questions of her judgment. And I think she has poor judgment. I mean, we don't know why she made those contributions. She made contributions to lots of Democratic politicians. Uh, you know, it, it could be completely unrelated to her daughter-in-law's employment. Uh, you know, I, I certainly think could. But you know what? Then it's been raised in the public forums, uh, public debate. Address, address it. it. Uh, exactly. If if you don't address it, then what's going on? But, I, but I mean everyone donates to their causes and all that. So it's just, you know, I don't know. I don't really. But Scoot, give a grab. Brought up if, you're running, if you're running against the caucus in Lake Forest, guys, you have to raise money, period. Just like the caucus has to raise money. And, you know, people screaming in Lake Forest, oh, yeah, the caucus is, you know, garnering money enough. That's the whole idea. They have to raise money to fend off um people running against the caucus so that's a natural progression just like if you run against the caucus you have to put up pony up your own money and you know if you pony up a million dollars to be a mayor and still people have to vote and it it just but you know she's brought up a couple times how previous mayors have given donations here and there and i think rob lansing has given some donations and 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 george pandalian gave like $200 $200 to Julie Morrison or something. I looked it up, but I mean, these are small amounts. And again, everyone has political views. No one's denying that, but we've never had a mayor who has been a mega donor, a super donor, uh, a, a hyper-partisan donor like this, a million dollars. We don't know that. That's yeah, We do know that. We can look at the FEC okay. and state board records and no one's given a million dollars before. Don't back every mayor. 
in Lake Forest and check Find me. I've looked at the last few. Okay. Um, they, I, I have no one given so a million. I, I will vouch for that, but the, the next point. And I would say the same thing about Dick Uline, too. If Dick Uline or Liz Uline was yeah, running it's for the mayor, same. These, would, these issues would be brought up as well. But yeah. Dick but Uline the, ran for mayor of Lake Forest. He certainly, clearly, that would be an issue. Yeah, but let's okay. Let's throw this. You're saying if Dick Uline ran uh, against the caucus, what if Dick Uline was selected by the caucus? I think it would still be an issue. I mean, when yeah. somebody gives the kind of money, I don't think he would be selected by the caucus because I think causes, I think the uh, concerns about the partisanship would come up. And I, and I don't have anything against Dick Uline. I don't have anything against Bruce Beidler. No. Um, I'm just saying, you know, when you get that up there in terms of partisanship. And you then you try to claim that you're a nonpartisan candidate. It's BS. Where I'm going with that. Well, the thing on the agenda is it's Cruz not doing this by herself. This is a well-organized. Cruz couldn't do it it. by herself. That's kind of what I'm saying. Right. So if she demonstrated that at the forum, when all she did was every time Randy spoke about issues or whatever he questions you were asking, she was nodding in agreement. That's why she clearly cannot do what she did. And I, I would not say she could do what she did or what she's done going into businesses. That's not like Prue. Prue would never do that. But she's being coerced and coached to do that type of crap. Or if she doesn't want to do it. That, that's kind of where I'm going, going with, with on the agenda <laughs> part. It's, it's part of a bigger, I don't want to say scheme, but the more money that you have involved, Okay, when you have a million versus zero, okay, I take it back. Tack did donate to the caucus. All right, shame on him. But when you have a million, there's not zero. Zero. Tack, Randy Tack, zero. But it is also something that would indicate a particular bias or or agenda, if in answer to your point. If I had a gun in my head, one person donates versus another person, that's not the issue. Scoo, a thousand bucks versus a million. We're we're talking about agenda, and we got three candidates. Okay, one's given a million. One is one is given zero. I think the other one's given two hundred bucks. Okay, I'm going to look at the million bucks, and then looking at who's running, who's the right hand person, is a former Democratic senator that they have. She ran on some certain things that at one point in of time, I'm sure Highland Park was a great place to to be at at one time and things changed okay maybe this doesn't happen in our lifetime but if we're looking at agenda of the three who would you vote on that doesn't have an agenda i'm sorry the million bucks sticks out like a sore thumb and that's what i'll uh, and again i would vote on the person that because i believe and i live here so i believe in the process that's been successful so i don't even have an issue with agenda because randy was selected and i entrust my my vote when I or I'm asked to pick my ward representatives that those people are going to do the right thing and vote and they selected if, Randy by saying he doesn't have an agenda. Okay, so Scoot, that's if, not really if, an issue for me. Okay, but if you did, but you know what? If you're running against caucus, you're going to have agendas. That's why you're running against the caucus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so kind of where I'm going. With it. Yeah, so there. Look, we have to pick who doesn't have an agenda of the three, okay? 
And like you said, the caucus weeded out Peru maybe because of the million bucks. Who knows? Same way you said Dick Ewell. Right. right. Okay. So and, and Paul, you know, your 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 buddy Paul Hammond Eggs, uh, he's certainly Paul Hammond's uh, got and uh, he's got a position. He's well, he's got he's working uh on the uh, grass field and uh, he's got an agenda. Um, right, but he and he chose not to go through the caucus process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yes. no, he tried. They they dinged him. Oh, they just said no. They just said no. We're not going to. Right. Well, so maybe not, that's I, what I, I, think, I, don't, I don't think he's qualified for the job. He's not qualified. I, yeah. He's qual he's qualified to be a supporter of the show. All right. Moving yes, along. Yes. On <laughs> I mean, let's see. Anyone's qualified to run for mayor or council or any board commission. As long as you're raising your hand saying, I want to volunteer. Yeah, if you want to talk passion. about agendas, if you want to talk about agendas, Pete, it's those people that go to the caucus committee or go to certain people and say, Hey, I want this. That's an agenda. And that's what crew did. Right. And that's where it's, you know, Randy didn't do that. They came to Randy, the caucus and people recommended Randy, uh, prior aldermen and mayors. And all, you'd be good at it. Randy didn't go running to the caucus saying, Hey, I want to be mayor. <laughs> so there's a right. big difference there. You know, crew didn't get selected. There's other all ex-aldermen that didn't get selected. Do you see them go run and say to Lake County and file and say, I'm going to run for mayor? That's an agenda. No. She she got denied three times and still was told she, you know, that's an agenda. And that's a big agenda that people don't even, you know, all these people screaming about how mean everyone is to Prue and all. They don't look at the, the detail behind why that we're at this point. And we should never be at this point. Well, I, I do think if there's more transparency on the choices, um, I mean, look, the caucus has to go through some changes. It's got worse. It's, it's still, it's still <laughs> compared to whoever has the most money. It's, it's the best game in town. Number four thing we're going to look at is experience and leadership. Scoo. Well, I think uh, again, I'm just going to keep falling back on, who was selected, but Randy has the experience as evident when he was on council. He, there's a, there's a big, I, in my opinion, there's a, if you're asked to lead a committee or commission or subcommission on the council, that's, that's pretty big. Randy was asked to do that several times. And um, he also was asked what off, off of the council to head up the, um, Central Business District Development Master Plan. So from a leadership standpoint, number one, he's demonstrated that on the, as an alderman. Number two, he gets along, obviously, with the city management team that is critical in all this that's not discussed. Um, okay. So from that standpoint, yeah, he, he, again, backing up the caucus second, I'm sure they vetted that too, and they asked and got the same thing. Yes, he. That's why he was selected. On the flip side, um, I didn't. I don't know any committee that crew headed up as an alderman. I know she was co-chair of several. I was on a committee with her, the golf course committee that she was co-chair of. Actually, Tim Newman ran it as an alderman headed that whole thing up in the, the golf course development thing. So, you know, although she was part of the 
some of the committees and all. She wasn't leading them. And that's a big thing for me. And that everyone should know is when you're looking for leadership, particularly a past alderman, what did they do as an alderman? How did they lead that way? And Randy stands head and shoulders above Prue on that. Yeah, Rick, Nothing Randy's against Prue, but that's just good, Randy's got good experience in business uh, as well as in a profession uh, as, a, uh, as a surgeon, uh, as well as having served on the city council uh, and, ha yes, having led the uh, central business district, which is particularly important to me um, uh, as an effort. The um, uh, I, I you know he clearly has the experience and the leadership abilities uh, that it would take to be mayor. Um, you know the um, uh, crew. Uh, Meidler has had a um, has been on the council. Uh, I think she has the basic qualifications for the job. Um, but on the other hand, uh, I I don't know. Uh, she, I I think she does have. Uh, she does want to take us someplace because once again, uh, going back to her spokesman uh, Moorhead. Uh, says that uh, he's that leaders take people where uh, where they where they don't want to go, uh, and so I, I think she wants to take us where we don't want to go. I, I don't want to vote for that. Leaders or bad leaders take us where we don't want yeah. to go. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> well, I think she wants to take us someplace where we don't want to go, and maybe it's the soda tax, and maybe it's other things, um, but it is not where I want to go. You know, Randy's a surgeon, and um, I don't know if you've ever had surgery or had a family member that's had surgery, but you, a surgeon just doesn't walk in and start chopping away. There's a whole team there. There's, you know, some of the, some of these surgeries have 10, 10, 15 people involved. I mean, he is a leader when leadership really counts. Um, and I think that the you know, Scoo, you know him much better than me, and you've you've seen him in action, and you've seen these two in action. Leadership is not being a bobblehead and just saying, "Oh, I agree with everything," um, like Prue has done. Um, I, I think this we see more of that from Randy, uh, both in his work experience, both from the business end of his partnership, as well as again leading a team of a medical team through. Uh, through surgical procedures and just the, the things he's done over the years on the council. And, and I do like the fact that he didn't really want this. You know, I mean, you go back to the, in the history of our country, George Washington didn't want to be president. Um, the, sometimes the best leaders are the, are the ones that don't really want the job. And anyway, I, I want to, I, I just want to clarify, Joe, what you're saying too, is it's not that, um, because for some reason, people hear bits and pieces of stuff. It, it, it's not that Randy did not want to be mayor. He wasn't running for mayor. <laughs> he was asked to serve. the. Randy, you did a great job serving before as alderman. There are several people that feel that you would be a fantastic person to run for mayor, to be our mayor. So, yeah, I agree with you, Joe, but it, it's... Too many people kind of take snippets and say, Randy, yeah, technically wasn't looking to do this. And the city called him and I should say our community called him and said, you would be great at it. And he said, contrast that contrast that with Prue Beidler, who um, rejected three times by the caucus and is just spending whatever it takes. If Prue Beidler wins this election, 
she will have bought the election. Let's let's make that very clear. And I I, I don't think of that as a leader. Well, let, let's like also want to make it perfectly clear too that um, there was strategy around it. When she got denied the previous two times, why didn't she run independently again? You know why? Because she knew she had no chance against the previous two caucus-supported mayoral candidates. She felt, and she also, listening to her, the people she's hired, was that Randy was a prime one she could beat. You know, oh, yeah, it's Randy. You know, he can, we can beat him. So that's why there's strategy around it. She, she didn't run those other two times. I want to know why she didn't do it then. And she well, chose get- now. Well, getting back to leadership, and I'm gonna. This is gonna be a twofer because the next one is development. Didn't Randy like lead something to do with development in the city? Yeah, the central business district. Develop so master plan. <laughs> so he led it, right? Well, he's still he, he still well, yeah. Right. Although they haven't really done anything, I will say, right? They, they, it's been you know they've been in in the, in the business for a while, but COVID really uh, put them, I think, uh, on on the shelf. For a couple of years right but they're well, they they've turned that up full steam in the last several yeah. months they, yeah they, they restarted the effort by they, engaging they the, the community the, and lake doing forest all that needs, stuff. lake forest needs uh, help in the central business district uh clearly uh are looking down in the mouth uh although we've you know fortunately we have some great restaurants all of a sudden uh you know retail is is looking very bad uh but the restaurant uh, business in lake forest we are no longer a food desert by the way, hometown opened up Monday. Yes, fantastic. yep, fantastic. Very good. Go yeah. over there. You know who Where the first customer was? Huh? You know who the first customer was? Who? Dr. Randy Tack leading the way. Oh, I was there when he. Yeah, he was. I was there right after that. <laughs> well, I hope he the Prubots don't boycott them now because of that. So. <laughs> good job. Go Randy. in there. It's fantastic. It's got everything. So, so, so Randy was asked to lead the business. The central business district Peru wasn't there's a difference between leadership and salesmanship if this was a race for salesmanship okay Peru, you win but, but let me can i can i add one more thing yeah please randy was asked to lead the central business district development master plan and all that you know when Peru's brought into being asked to do stuff when it's a public-private venture where they need money because she's very good at fundraising, as she's proven. You mean writing checks? That's a big difference. No, That's not writing fundraising. checks because not writing checks because this the stuff that she's so you know co-chaired or whatever, uh, the beach development, the golf course. Go look at those and how much they she's donated to those causes. Well, you can say whatever you want if you're selling something because you can sell anything that anybody wants. Now, if you're going to lead, you don't have anybody behind you following you. You're just right. somebody out there for a walk. So I'm going into the development side. Does anybody else want to chime in on that? Because to me, that's a no, that's what where he would get the win right there. Well, I would, you know, Rick, like Rick, I was a trustee. And we did, I dealt with, um, uh, you know, development issues back in the day. And it, it's not easy. There's a lot. It's so easy for people to say, oh, we need more shops or we need more restaurants uh, um, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, the, there's an economic 
decisions behind that. Uh, you know, people aren't just going to build something and lose money. Um, so you have to ha be able to work with business people. Um, and I think, you know, given, you know, I think Randy is better suited to work with the business community than Prue for a variety of reasons. One, he has business experience being a managing partner of a multi-million dollar uh, business. Um, and two, um, I think, you know, his, I think, Prue, you know, if I'm a business person, I got I I have questions about about her given some of the stances she's taken on, on things. Um, and you know, it, wait, I, hold I on. Do you some... call threatening a business a stance? <laughs> well, that too. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's a certainly huge. one. But that's a that's a huge yeah. too. I mean, she's given money to a lot of candidates who are very anti-business. I like, mean, let me just I, I want I want to know yeah, all those people that a billion dollars people who... are. Very anti, all those people uh, supporting her and screaming for her, you know what's what's your stance on what she's done to these businesses that she's gone into? These are our neighbors. Well, this is who we do business with, and and they're going in and saying, you know, we're going to boycott you. I mean, Joe's got a very good point there uh, that on, when you're running, uh, sorry, these uh, all of these boards, uh, the uh, cities, uh, development is a key issue. Uh, you're trying to balance in many ways because, after all, these are private. Uh, these are private property, uh, and the owner of the private property is entitled within the zoning rules and other regulations to do whatever it is they want to do. Uh, and it's not the city's job to tell them, "Oh, landowner, you should uh, you should have a restaurant, or you should have retail, or you should have services, or you should have residential." Uh, it, it is very. Uh, a, a difficult thing that uh, the city has to do to both try to envision uh, where you want to go and get private pro uh, private property owners then to take you there. Uh, I did see, by the way, Libertyville uh, many years ago, uh, 20 years ago, did a great job on uh, hiring, they hired a consultant called Main Street. Uh, and I was um, uh, very active at the Chamber of Commerce in Lake Forest at the time, and we watched them do well, Libertyville do this, uh, and it was very questionable. But the City of Liberty, Village of Libertyville, um, hired uh, this uh, consultant, uh, and they've had great success since then. Uh, as a result, uh, uh, Libertyville, wow, what a that was a big risk with Main Street. Yes, thing, and yeah, how did it pay off? Yeah, <laughs> and, and they really they you know Libertyville um, uh, was proactive. Uh, Use the word, and they were kind of uh, dying, right, Rick? Yes, I mean they yeah. were, you know, yeah. were, the car dealerships were not were were having problems, and uh, yeah, they they were they were getting their lunch eaten by Vernon Hills, uh, and yes, the uh, by hiring Main Street uh, as a consultant, uh, they went out and found uh, additional businesses they wanted and promoted their restaurants. Uh, and promoted their retail, and it's been a great success. Yeah, and it's it's not easy. And I think you know, Randy talked about this in the candidate forum. Of you know, uh, there needs to be a market for a business to be there. Businesses aren't going to go there out of the goodness of their heart. Right. Um, there there has to be, and and I think some of the Prue supporters out there are, are trying to make it out like this pro development group is going to make, you know, big skyscrapers in downtown Lake Forest and stuff like that. And, and Randy has made that very clear that that's not what they're looking to do. Right. You know, you ride the train, if you ever ride the train from downtown up to um, Lake Forest and you see, you know, once you get Evanston and all these different 
uh, suburbs that are along the line and you see like these, you know, Evanston looks like a, it's like part of the city of Chicago now with all the stuff that's gone up there. And I, I, th that's not what we're looking uh, to do here in Lake Forest. But at the same time, you have to, you know, clearly what we have right now isn't working because you have so few um, uh, businesses. So there has to be a very, it's a very delicate balance. And again, I think someone like Randy can thread the needle on that uh, leading with and working with uh, business people. Yeah, it, it well, has I, to again, the key, the key I, mean, is... I grew up in Highland Park uh, and Highland Park is today much more of an urban uh, downtown than right. it was when I was growing up there. Uh, we spelled uptown, it was- uh, But the key is with, Randy, with the next mayor not necessarily working well with businesses. Yeah, absolutely. More importantly, it's working well with city staff. Yeah. And I think that's where Randy really has the leg up is because he's been doing this as an alderman, as well as um, heading up the central business district, you have to work with head city staff. And yes. my understanding is they enjoy working with them and they respect them. And that's that's tantamount to the man. Oh, I would think so. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, you, you meet Randy, you know, pretty quickly, this guy's a straight arrow. He's not, he's not uh, going to uh, tell you what he thinks. Uh, he's going to be uh, clear and he has the experience uh, to be able to make decisions. Uh, I he think may not be the most gregarious like person, yeah, but yeah. he has everything going. I mean, that's the thing is some people have been complaining because he's like stoic and all this, but you know, when you talk to him, he's a great guy. I mean, yeah. it's, um, you know, one of his, one of the best endorsements for uh, Randy is uh, his wife, Paula Tack. Uh, Paula was a um, uh, court reporter in Waukegan for many years. Uh, mm -hmm. I knew her there. Uh, and uh, she's always very well respected, very smart lady. Uh, did a great job and it off on the tough job. Court reporter is not an easy job. Uh, and uh, the fact that she's married to him and has been for many years wow. uh, is a uh, great endorsement to me. Yeah, public safety is a, is a real problem now. It didn't used to be, but uh, it sure is now. We're having a lot of break-ins. Um, right now, it's mostly cars uh, that are getting broken into, but uh, we're having more and more uh, of just, uh, you know, uh, of violent crime uh, in the area. Uh, we haven't had a lot, fortunately, in Lake Forest so far. Uh, there was a, um, uh, remember there was a party out in West Lake Forest uh, last year, I think it was, or a year before, uh, and people got shot. Uh, and the, um, uh, I don't think anybody was ever arrested for that. I never saw anything happen. Um, we had uh, this um, uh, a guy got murdered uh, down on the lakefront uh, in Highwood, um, Fort Sheridan area. Uh, and the, the, the guy got was murdered in the fall, and now they're finally uh, they're finally uh, indicted. The um, uh, the people who were there and were in a fight with them confessed that uh, six months later. Uh, boy, the wheels of justice are cranking extra slow. Uh, in Waukegan, uh, and we uh, we should be the mayor should be somebody who is going to uh, do their best to keep the police morale up uh, and have uh, uh, do everything we can uh, to have adequate police protection in Lake Forest uh, as the situation around us deteriorates. You know, there's only so much that the mayor uh, of a town can do. 
Uh, you can have police protection, and they and we need uh, uh, them to uh, have it. I mean, Lake Forest does have that, obviously, um, but the mayor of Lake Forest does not prosecute criminals. Uh, that's the Lake County State's Attorney, and the Lake County State's Attorney uh, has uh, turned is no longer uh, as zealously prosecuting criminals as the previous Mike Nierheim uh, uh, had done. Uh, and the uh, uh, this is a, a problem in that we're in Lake County and uh, Lake Forest is uh, not its own island. I'll never say it publicly, but no Lake Forest police officer is going to respect a mayor who gave thousands of dollars to elect Kim Fox and Eric Reinhardt. And in, in Kim Fox's case, re-elect her and 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 have her daughter-in-law on the uh, on the office's payroll for a while. Um, there, this is a philosophy. There's 102 counties in this state. A hundred states' attorneys um, have disagreed with Kim Fox and Eric Reinhardt on the on their methods of prosecution. Um, and this is not just this is not a partisan thing. I mean, the Will County State's Attorney uh, uh, Glasgow. Um, he's a Democrat, um, and he's criticized Kim Fox and Eric Reinhardt on a lot of issues. Um, so, you know, the police, we're, we're hearing stories of the police arresting people, as they should, but then the state's attorney choosing not to prosecute or getting them out, letting them out easy or, or prosecuting for a lower sentence. There's this whole criminal justice issue that's going on throughout the country of there's these philosophies that, hey, if we're um, you know, on criminal justice, if we try this or try that, there'll be less crime. And it, it, it sounds nice in a classroom. It doesn't work. Um, police need to arrest people that commit crimes and prosecutors need to prosecute them. Yeah. Prue Beidler has put herself front and center on this issue by, by choosing to be such a strong financial supporter of them. She can, she can pose for pictures with that Lake Forest police polo shirt all she wants and say she supports the cops all she wants. But the truth of the matter is that you support Kim Fox and Eric Reinhardt. Yeah. No, no law enforcement officer is going to take you seriously. Yeah. And you we know, like, a, you know when she did that, um, that photo take there, she got a ticket for loitering. What? <laughs> Why do you do that? I believe everything you tell me. So I, I thought you were saying. <laughs> he does. He, he does that. He got you on that one. He got me. Wow. <laughs> well, for, no, but I got to the... tell you, Joe, to your point, um, I've heard police with concerns of that, of just what you were saying. So it's not, it's not a hidden thing. I think it's pretty prevalent that, um, because that has been made an issue, that is a concern. I mean, Kim Fox, just the, the, the tragic shooting of that Chicago police officer a few weeks ago, the, the guy who did it had had a previous uh, run-in with law enforcement that Kim Fox's office chose not to prosecute on. So um, there, there's, I have friends, I don't have any friends in the Lake Forest Police Department, but I have friends in quite a few other police departments. I, I lost a friend who was a Chicago police officer many years ago, they, they're having trouble recruiting in some other towns that have anti-law enforcement mayors. Um, they're not be, even being able to fill vacancies right now. 
Uh, that's how that's how bad of a situation it is that they just they'll, they'll go somewhere else. They'll, they'll go to Florida. They'll go wherever um, they want to work in a town where the, they feel the mayor has their back. Well, we've we've had a lot of break ins recently. Yeah. Right. So and the, the break ins are happening like right off of uh, 60 there, 60 in Deer Pit. Is that right? Is that 60 there or 41 in Deer Path? You know, where you can get on and off really fast. And then, you know, we're, we're, we have a train and we have two trains in the city. So the gangbangers can hop on in Union Station or Ogilvy and say, all right, I'm going to go, uh, go shopping in Lake Forest, hop out. And well, if they get caught, let's just say it's shoplifting, whatever it is, they don't prosecute and say, you know what? Well, so more people on the train. What they've been doing, you're right, Pete. What they've been doing has been gang initiation type stuff, is my understanding, is they stick these underage kids on the train and they go steal cars and they you know drop one car to get another one to get back downtown and it's you know and, and drive a <laughs> yeah. few minutes drive a few minutes north on waukegan or green bay or 41 and you're suddenly in some uh, unfortunately very crime challenged neighborhoods and the, there's no gate at the lake forest border no community is an island. Even even um, if you're a sailor, man, that poor kid, man, yeah, on St. Patrick's sad. Day. Oh, that's a terrible thing, yeah. The, it, it, I mean, it, it is starting to look like maybe there is some kind of a serial killer out there uh, because you keep having these uh, young men, uh, 24, 25 years old, leave a bar at night and end up in a body of water, like Michigan, the Chicago River, um, uh, uh, and the police, uh, you know, apparently uh, have just have just ch um, checked that off to uh, got drunk uh, and and drowned. Uh, but it's there have been quite a number of people now uh, that have met this fate, and it seems like hard to imagine. You know, I've been out of plenty of bars, uh, and I've been out of plenty of bars at night. Uh, but I've never fallen into Lake Michigan afterwards or right. <laughs> uh, Chicago River. I mean, it's, it's, you know, particularly in the winter time. <laughs> yeah, it's a heartbreaking story. You know, and I'll just add one more thought on this. Yeah. I, back when I was a trustee in Morton Grove in the 90s uh, and early 2000s, we got to ride. I don't know if you ever did this, Rick, as a trustee, but we actually rode with um, our police uh, a couple of times. And I'll tell you, you know, it, it, Morton Grove is a relatively safe community, relatively nice community, very nice community. Yes. Yeah, um, right. And uh, but I'll tell you what, you pull when they pull someone over just on a routine traffic stop, they have no idea what they're getting into. And 99 percent of the time, it's just somebody speeding and hey, here's their ticket. Thanks. Uh, have a good day. But you and just suddenly, they don't know what they're walking up to. And that's why it's so important to have. Uh, a mayor who is respected by uh, police officers. And I, I just can't say that about Prue Beidler. So can we say that uh, public safety, Randy checks, the, we check the box on. I, I just, I, you know, my, my dad has been gone for a while, but he was chief investigator of Lake County for 30 plus years. He would be, his mind would be blown by all the crap that's going on right now. Just yeah. unbelievable. All right. So just going down the list. Okay. Randy, 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 you can see why now you can say, Oh, there's four old white guys, you know, <laughs> giving their opinion, but there's been the some objective. 
to the Muppets. Yeah. And, but I, I don't know where any, everybody else comes from, but where I come from is, you know, there's a forum where, you know, you can get a thousand people to hear what you have to say and you don't want to come on because you don't have anything to say. That says something. So, the, so, so Randy across the board, the other thing I want to get to is there was an email that was just sent out by somebody from district, uh, 67 rick do you want to talk to that email just to because people are asking me hey is this true is this true is this true yeah he um it was a um uh, from uh, william anderson i think it was was the name um that he uh, thinks that the uh, as a result of the problems with the caucus vote uh last fall uh, that the caucus needs to create create an independent body to monitor caucus elections. I mean, this is one of the goofier ideas I've heard. I mean, like the, the caucus is going to create a, a, a different entity that is then going to monitor the caucus's elections. That's, uh, yeah, what? Um, this was- you know, Please don't make it the Lake County clerk. Yeah, really. I mean, like, talk about an overreaction and insisting that the uh, caucus uh, uh, board needs to all resign uh, and they need to all apologize. The president and the vice president. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. But I, I, I do. I do. Well, they're, they're going to have new leadership anyways, because they change every year anyways. Uh, the um, uh, And yes, they will have new leadership. And, and yes, I, I it, you've heard me be critical of how they handled the vote. Uh, I, you know, in 2007, uh, I was uh, on the village board running for re-election, uh, and uh, the uh, caucus in Lake Bluff, the um, uh, the people who interviewed uh, did not like me because they wanted uh, Stonebridge, uh, and I was very much opposed to Stonebridge, so they voted against me. Uh, but then we went to the town meeting, uh, which is very similar to the annual meeting that the Lake Forest Caucus has. Uh, and yeah, we brought people out. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I asked people to come out uh, because they were also concerned about the Stonebridge uh, uh, development. Uh, and the um, uh, I ended up being, uh, I won the third spot. The, the um, uh, There were three positions uh, and I was uh, the third one. And the, the I was therefore uh, the caucus endorsed candidate or a caucus endorsed candidate, one of the three. Um, the, um, uh, and it was a close vote. Um, but the result of that was that the caucus did not run as a uh, as a uh, group slate as we always had before, uh, and we did have a split and we did have a contested election and I was uh, elected. Uh, the uh, it's kind of interesting, by the way, the difference between the caucus vote and the election vote, uh, and you may pay attention to this because the difference between the caucus vote and the election vote was uh, all th the three people who won the caucus vote also won the election vote. Uh, the only difference was your your friend, um, uh, John Josephitis, uh, also a, uh, um, uh, a sponsor, uh, was the, he was, he came in like fifth at the caucus, but came in fourth uh, at the, uh, in the election, uh, in defeating a sitting trustee at the time. First time a sitting trustee had been defeated in Lake, For Lake Bluff uh, forever. Uh, so, you know, this, these annual meetings, these meetings are important. Uh, the vote is important. The, um, uh, and the, um, uh, I can see why the caucus had a problem in that the bylaws don't say what do you do if the, if the uh, recommended candidate 
doesn't get the uh, doesn't win. Uh, it wasn't the question the, is why was it changed in 2016, Sheila Henrietta? But we'll get we'll get to that we'll get to that later. Yeah, hey it guys, was, I, it's, it, it's, it doesn't say what to do. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, I sent you a quick email that our buddy just put out, and in the meet while you guys are reading it, I'm going to read this a little bit. At the end of the day, we need everybody to come out and vote. I know it's spring break. I know there's, you know, there's other things that you like to do. And one of the businesses that stepped up uh, to help get the vote out, because the highest vote I've seen is around 4,000 votes for mayor. And I have a feeling that we're going to need another 25% more to come out to deal. Because we have the uh, the referendum as well. So people are going to be interested in it. And uh, Mary Groib over at Gerhardt's, uh, one of the original businesses that had the pleasure of meeting Prue Beidler, uh, she is going to help get the vote out by offering a I voted cookie. Now, how do you get this I voted cookie? You show your proof. It's a sticker. It's an email. It's your word. Just come on in. See good old Mary. And I think she's going to have me wear a big old hairnet back there. And I'm going to be, you know, mixing up a nice batch of cookies. But everybody that votes, come on in for that free I voted cookie. <laughs> we'll edit that out in post. Is Susan, is Susan Garrett welcome? Just oh, she only gets half a cookie. Uh, I'm sure Mary would turn the other cheek and be well, be very welcoming. Absolutely. Yeah, so our buddy Prue Beidler, I, I have Prue on the mind because she 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 put us uh, on the on her mailings again. Does anybody want to have any comment on that? What did it say? I just got it as we're doing the show. Are you talking about the, the good government is boring government quote? Yeah, I assume that's what you're talking about. Uh, the, uh, clearly, we have one candidate, uh, uh, Prue Beidler who wants to take Lake Forest in a different direction, uh, to not be boring, to make this a <laughs> shining city on a hill uh, or whatever. Um, uh, and whereas Randy Tack does want boring government, he wants the, the city to do city business. And that is, frankly, I, I think, a, a, a better position. You know, for having a million dollars, you think you would get a better production facility than digital for Dems <laughs> that put out this? Now, I am known for shoddy video <laughs> and my production quality. Please exhibit A, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Counselor. Uh, so, so I guess what I'm going to do is we summed up, hey, we went through six objective points. And we, we gave our thoughts why if we were on the, I guess if we're on the caucus, that should be the things that we talk about and who we who vote for. I I haven't been in the caucus a while, neither has Scoo or Rick for a while. So I, I'm guessing that's, that is what should have happened. So now the vote uh, is going to be on Tuesday of next week. We're going to try to get together Tuesday night, maybe Wednesday morning. I don't know. We'll see what the votes are like. Um, we'll be on call. But I'm going to do my best besides helping Mary Groy bake cookies. I am going to try to get this thing edited as fast as possible to put out. So we won't have a Saturday morning show. We'll get, this will be, this will be a Wednesday show as fast as I can get it out. 
The internet went out in the middle of the show, so it might be a little bit choppy. It might look like one of Prue Beidler's email, but no, it's me. It's 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 really me. Does anybody have any final notes, Scoo? You look like you're getting sick there. <laughs> Your internet's going out too? Yeah, it's funny. You're such a funny guy. Guys, any last words besides Scoo's uh, dumb and dumber impersonation? Well, I just hope that everybody gets out. I mean, I you know, I hope that the turnout is good. Uh, I think that if the turnout is is strong, uh, that the voters will do the right thing. Uh, I'm I'm very optimistic, and I think that. Uh, uh, but it, it depends on the voters turning out. Uh, yeah. Well, you got elections spring break. Have, you, yeah. You I was going to say elections have consequences, mm-hmm. and protect your vote. People, I think people complacency sets in, and 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 only the people with agendas vote, and they're going to wake up Wednesday morning, and 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 then in the next few years find things happening that they didn't want to have happen. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here first, yeah. or last. Gentlemen, thank you, the Fine Crack political team. See you next Tuesday or Wednesday morning. We'll see. May the best. Best person. Person. Thank <laughs> you. Best thank candidate. You. How's that? I'll best leave. candidate. Best All right. candidate. Paul Ham and Eggs. I, I'm fighting for you, yeah. man. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The Lake right. Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest on Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Paul Hammond, candidate for Lake Forest Mayor, April 4th, 2023. He's a lifetime resident of Lake Forest, licensed professional engineer in Illinois, registered energy professional in Chicago, Purdue electrical engineering graduate, BSEE 1979, commodity trader for over 40 years. He's running on the issues of stopping the plastic grass in Lake Forest parks. Because every 10 years, the plastic field needs to be replaced because of deterioration and wear. Email paul.hammond.com. .pe at gmail.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A., Elizabeth C., Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Mike Adelman. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broad Stop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. 